The distant howl of the siren atop the mairie broke the stillness of the French summer night. It was an hour before dawn, but Bruno Courage was already awake, his thoughts churning with might-have-beens about the woman who had, until recently, shared his bed. For a moment he froze, stilled by the eerie sound that carried such a weight of history and alarm. This same siren had summoned his neighbours in the small town of Saint-Denis to war and invasion, to liberation and peace, and marked the hour of noon each day. But its swooping whine also served to call the town's volunteer firemen to their duty. Such an emergency invariably required his presence as the sole municipal policeman of Saint-Denis. So, almost relieved at the brusque summons from his gloomy thoughts, Bruno thrust aside the tangled sheets. As he dressed and swigged from a carton of milk by way of breakfast, Bruno's mobile rang. It was Albert, one of the two professionals who led the town's team of pompiers, and he and his truck and his night patrol were already on the road. "'There's a big fire up on the old road to Saint-Chamassie,' the urgent voice began. "'It's at the top of the hill just before the turn to Saint-Cyprien, a barn and a big field. This time of year it could spread for miles if the wind gets up.' "'On my way.' Bruno squeezed his eyes shut to draw on the map of the sprawling commune of Saint-Denis that he kept in his head. It was composed of the roads he patrolled, the isolated homes and hamlets he visited— the farms he knew, with their flocks of geese and ducks and pigs and goats, that made this into the gastronomic heartland of France. His familiarity with the ground over which he hunted and searched for mushrooms after the rains meant that he knew his district as a woman knows her face. The shout down the phone, tucked between his shoulder and his ear as he tried to fasten his shirt buttons, brought him back to the emergency. "'There's no report of any casualties,' said Albert. "'But you'd better alert the medical centre as soon as you've told the mayor. "'I'm calling Les Aisies and Saint-Cyprien for support. "'But can you stop at the station and make sure they send up the spare water tankers? "'Drive one yourself if you have to. "'We'll need all the water we can find. "'Now get moving. I'll see you up there.' "'What about evacuation? There are four or five farms around there.' I don't know yet, but get the mayor onto it. He'd better start phoning people to put them on alert. Get a warning out on uh, Radio Perigord. Bruno prayed that his elderly van would start first time. He quickly fed his dog, left his chickens to fend for themselves, and ran to the vehicle. As if aware of the emergency, it started at once, and he drove one-handed down the lane from his cottage towards town, thumbing the auto-dial to alert first the mayor and then the doctor, each of them already awoken by the siren. Lights were on, and the town was stirring as he drove at speed to the gendarmerie to tell old Jules on the night desk to call the radio station in Perigueux and to dispatch men up to the fire to seal off the road.